0: Hi everyone. I'm Dave, and I'm Marvin. It's day six, and this is God's big story.
1: Season two. <laughs> it's a story. It's fun. Never boring. No way. For His glory. Always. It's God's big story.
2: No.
0: So, welcome back, boys and girls. We hope you had a lovely weekend. And, well, we're very glad that you came back. So, I think we're all ready to start our second week of Season 2. Hi,
2: everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the
1: friendly, curious cow. Mm.
3: So, Dave, you know, I was wondering. Monday, well, it used to be recap day. You know, what have we heard? The Bible say, let's remember, it's recap day.
0: Okay, yes, I remember.
3: Okay, yeah, but we're not doing recaps anymore, huh?
0: No, that's right. Yep, instead of a recap every Monday, we're just going to do kind of a little recap every time we get to the end of a book. Okay, yeah, so, well, what are we going to do on Mondays, Dave? Oh, that's a good question. You know, Marvin, I'm not sure, because, yeah, Tuesdays are Mose day Tuesdays, Wednesdays are jokes with Benjamin, Thursdays are interesting fact days, and Fridays are the quiz, but... Well, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do on Mondays.
3: Oh, well, I had an idea, Dave. Okay, go on. Okay, how about this? Bible Racing Mondays. Can I say what now? Okay, so here's how it worked, Dave. Every week, I give the kids a verse in the Bible to find. Now, they only get one shot at it. They're not allowed to practice. They start with a closed Bible or I guess it could be open to the contents page, and then their mom or their dad or someone else times them, and they have to race to open their Bible to the right page. Oh, I see. Well, that could be fun. Yeah, but how would we know who was fastest? Well, Dave, I thought they could send their times in to the website or to Facebook, or they could email us.
0: Ooh, I like this, Marvin. I am competitive. Yeah, and we could keep a leaderboard for each week on the website so that even if you're listening later in the year, or even years later, well, you could check your time against the leaderboard. And if you're faster than the fastest time, well, get in touch and we could still put your time up.
3: Ooh, yeah, that would be fun.
0: Okay, well, hang on, Marvin, do you have a jingle for this?
3: Uh, no, not yet, Dave. Uh, I kind of wasn't sure if you'd go for it. I could talk to the jingle guys. I'm sure we could get one for next week.
0: Okay, let's do it. Well, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a go. So have you got a verse ready for us, Marvin?
3: Oh, I sure have, Dave.
0: Okay, well, my Bible is right here. I'll close it in front of me.
3: Okay, yeah, and I have a stopwatch here, so here's the verse that you're going to look for, Dave Matthew 7, verse 7. Okay, and I'll stop the clock when you shout out the first word of that verse. So here we go. Find it in 3, 2, 1, go!
0: Okay, oh, I'm in Zechariah, not too far away. Math, there's, oh, I'm in Matthew already. Matthew 3, oh, I can't turn the page. Matthew 6, Matthew 7, Matthew 7, ask. Oh, I feel good about that, Marvin. How'd I do?
3: Yeah, nice work, Dave. You found it in 10.4 seconds.
0: Okay, boys and girls, so see if you can beat that. Now, remember, it has to be your first try. You only get one shot at it and then get your mum or your dad or someone else to send us your time. And we'll tell you next Monday who was the fastest. And even if you didn't beat me, well, send us your time anyway, because I won't be on the leaderboard. And, you know, even if you're listening in 2031, check your score against the record on the website. And if you're fastest, well, get in touch. And no cheating. Parents, we're counting on you to verify that all rules have been observed.
3: Okay. yeah, I'm excited, Dave.
0: And if nobody joins in our game, well, then this feature will quietly vanish and we will never speak of it again. Okay, right, Marvin, back to Thessalonians. Yeah, great. Let's do it. Okay. so last week we were reading how happy Paul was that the Thessalonians were still loving each other and loving and serving God, even though he hadn't been able to stay with them very long to help them. And he reminded them that all that they had told them about Jesus was true and that he just wanted them to know Jesus better and better.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he prayed for them that their love would increase.
0: Oh, yeah. Excellent, Marvin. That's where we finished on Friday, praying that for our churches, too. Now, today, Paul switches gear because he wants to answer some questions the Thessalonians have, and he wants to give them some instructions. Now, we're actually going to split up today's reading into two chunks. So first up, Paul has some instructions about how the Christians should be living their lives in Thessalonica. So Josh is going to read for us chapter 4, verses 1 to
3: 12.
1: Okay, great. Take it away, Josh. Now I want to talk about some other matters, brothers and sisters. We taught you how to live in a way that pleases God. In fact, that is how you are living. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we ask and beg you to do it more and more. You know the directions we gave you. They were given by the authority of the Lord Jesus. God wants you to be made holy. He wants you to stay away from sexual sins. He wants all of you to learn to control your own bodies. You must live in a way that is holy. You must live with honour. Don't desire to commit sexual sins like people who don't know God. God wants you to be made holy. None of you should sin against your brother or sister by doing that. You should not take advantage of your brother or sister. The Lord will punish everyone who commits these kinds of sins. We have already told you and warned you about this. That's because God chose us to live pure lives. He wants us to be holy. Suppose someone refuses to accept our teaching. They are not turning their back on us, they are turning their back on God. The same God gives you His Holy Spirit. We don't need to write to you about your love for one another. God Himself has taught you to love one another. In fact, You do love all God's family all around Macedonia. Brothers and sisters, we are asking you to love one another more and more and do everything you can to live a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your hands just as we told you to. Then unbelievers will have respect for your everyday life and you won't have to depend on anyone.
0: Thanks, Josh. Now, boys and girls, there was some stuff in there that we might not really know what Paul was talking about. He talks about being pure and holy and staying away from something called sexual sins.
3: Yeah, Dave, I'm just a little cow. I don't even know what that means.
2: kind of funny yeah I have a little bit of a sore throat today sorry
0: okay so professor Marvin was wondering
2: oh yeah I heard Dave <laughs> okay boys and girls here is this thing so back then in Thessalonica well people worshipped lots of false gods yeah yeah we talked about that last week now you would worship these false gods at temples yeah okay now here's the crazy thing Marvin Men would go to these temples without their wives. And they would get all smoochy with women who they weren't married to. And that was part of the worship. What? that's crazy, Professor. Yeah, it was. So, Paul is saying, no, no, no. This does not please God. He does not want to be worshipped that way. God says you should only be smoochy-smoochy and lovey-dovey with your wife and nobody else. Our God is not like these other gods at all. So Paul wants to make sure they know that our God is totally different. We don't worship God like that. So yeah, we should be like God. We should be holy, using our body to worship him, not to do this bad stuff. These sins that all the other people were doing in Thessalonica, yeah? Okay, yeah, so they were to be really different.
0: Yep, that's it, Marvin. Paul says to the Christians, look, your job is to get on with following Jesus, to get on with loving each other, doing your work, being honest and trustworthy. And people will see that and they will respect you and that will bring glory to God. That will show people that our God is good.
3: Okay, got it. Yeah, sounds like good advice.
0: Yeah, for us too, huh? Okay, so Josh is now going to read our second chunk and Paul is going to answer some big questions the Thessalonians had about, well, what happens to us when we die?
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a huge question.
0: Yeah, it sure is. So go for it, Josh.
1: Brothers and sisters, we want you to know what happens to those who die. We don't want you to mourn as other people do. They mourn because they don't have any hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. When he returns, many who believe in him will have died already. We believe that God will bring them back with Jesus. This agrees with what the Lord has said. When the Lord comes, many of us will still be alive. We tell you that we will certainly not go up before those who have died. The Lord himself will come down from heaven. We will hear a loud command. We will hear the voice of the leader of the angels. We will hear a blast from God's trumpet. Many who believe in Christ will have died already. They will rise first. After that, we who are still alive And our left will be caught up together with them. We will be taken up in the clouds. We will meet the Lord in the air. And we will be with him forever. So encourage one another with these words of comfort.
0: Thanks Josh. Yeah that was some good news right there Dave huh? It was Marvin. (laughs) The best news. Now death is always sad. The Bible calls it our enemy. When someone we love dies it hurts. It hurts a lot, and boys and girls, I'm sure some of you have had that happen. You know what that feels like. We cry tears because, well, we've been separated from that person we love. But, and this is a huge but, though, yes, we cry, and yes, we are so very sad. If we are Christians, we know that it is not a forever goodbye for us. It's a goodbye for now, but we know that we will see that person in heaven again. And so that's why Paul says, Christians, when we die, yes, it's sad, but we're not sad in the same way as other people might be. Because when we say goodbye to someone, it's only for a while. It's only until we get to heaven too. And then we will get to see all those people again.
3: Yeah, that will be a pretty sweet day, Dave. Huh. Oh, well, kinda. I mean, we'll just have died, so that part won't be great. But, but then there's heaven, and that'll be amazing. <laughs> it will.
0: And so there we have it, boys and girls. Paul says, while we're alive, get on with living a holy life that pleases God But also, know how good the good news is. Know what is waiting for us when this life is done. So today, let's ask God's help to live a holy life that pleases him. And let's also thank him for the amazing good news about what is to come.
3: Yeah, amen, Dave.
0: And well, that is really all we've got time for. So boys and girls, we hope you've had or will have a great Monday. And we will be back tomorrow to see you on Moosday Tuesday.
3: Yeah, bye everyone. See you tomorrow.
0: Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.